Welcome to Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, this week it is Ella and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Jen is out of state, mm-hmm. so we have esteemed special guest, badass boss woman, Bear. Bear. Um, that is her name, her <laughs> real name. Um, and I Wait, will... that's really the, your given name? So it's actually one of my middle names, but I... How many middle names do you have? I have two. Oh, right. Yeah. But I mean, I go by it professionally. I, really? yeah, it's just kind of my identity at this point. That is so cute. <laughs> I know. I love so it. Much. Um, okay. So I just want to do a quick intro on Bear, how I met her. Um, <laughs> I'm just telling Ellie, I was like, she's the coolest person. Uh, so I met Bear through our mutual friend, Bryn. And then like, shout I would say Bryn. probably, so shout out to Bryn. And then about a month later, we reunited when we went to go paddle boarding and cliff jumping, and I was jumping like off of this. <laughs> yes, it was a dream. Uh, jumping off of like probably the tallest cliff that there was to was jump off. Tall. Of. We yeah. can we can say it was pretty tall. Yeah, significantly taller than the other one. Yes. And I was kind of nervous to jump off, and so I was afraid that I was like gonna slip. So I turned to Bear and I said, "Will you hold my hand?" <laughs> and she held my hand while I <laughs> climbed on top of the cliff. So yep, cute. second time meeting. And I was like, oh, this is kind of high. Because you know when you're about to jump off cliff into water and everyone's like, just do it. Like, one, two, three, go. I was like, everyone, shut up. I was like, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> so then I turned to Bear and I was like, this is scary. And she said, everything you want is on the other side of fear. And then I jumped. <laughs> and here we are today. And, and, and she survived. And I survived. <laughs> and it was fun. And I didn't jump off again, but I did it that time. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I'll let Bear kind of just jump into her story. She is someone who just has a really incredible story of going through hard things, doing hard things, but, like, now is because of, like, her attitude and I would say, like, her, like, grit and just the, like, light and power that she has inside of her that she has, like, grown and developed. Like, I want to make this clear, like... She has already shared some of her story with me, and I think sometimes people are like, oh, wow, here's this really awesome person, or here's a person who's really well-educated in this thing, or they're really good at this. That must have come really easy to them, and I think one thing that I've already learned from Bear is, like, nothing has come easy to her, Mm. so I'm excited for us to learn just, like, from who she is and her mindset. Um, Mindset. Love it. Uh, Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Yes. That's our episode today. That. <laughs> um, right, yeah, jump in. Tell us. Your, all your right, story. I will. Um, first of all, very happy to be here. Thank you, Bear, for being <laughs> here. Yeah, this is this is fun. I'm glad to have met Ellie nice now. Bear. You know, Ella and Ellie. That's fun. Um, yeah. So I'll hop in. I haven't done a podcast before, so maybe rough. Just stick with raw. it. It'll Maybe be great. Raw. It'll be it'll be very raw, be raw. and a little yes. bit ferocious. Ooh, but, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So my name is Bear Wilson, and I am currently living in Utah. Are you single? I am single. She's single, guys. Oh goodness. We have some guys that listen to our podcast. Oh, no. you know they can tell my by my voice that I'm that you're very cute and yeah. very educated. Oh, they're and like, they're gonna love your story. Yeah, they're like whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, what? sorry. Well, <laughs> no, stop talking. <laughs> Um, I am a licensed financial professional, and I'm obsessed with my job, <laughs> but so it was cute. kind of a crazy road getting here. 
and I say here but I am nowhere near the end of my career path or my journey through life so this is just a up until now story (laughs) um so I'm from Los Angeles California and I grew up there loved it life was pretty normal um and I graduated high school and that was great actually high school wasn't great it was Mm -hmm. fine um but yeah after that I decided to serve a mission Mm. I served in Russia in the Vladivostok mission and I was obsessed with it but yeah (laughs) that was actually my number one choice of where I wanted to go because I know well, the Lord was like, if this girl wants to go to Russia, she go to Russia. No one else wants to go there. <laughs> Please come to Russia. Well, I it was only a little bit random because my grandparents on my dad's side actually had been a senior couple in the mission when it opened, and I got cute. called to that same mission like thirteen years later. So cute. It was it was pretty great. But, cool. Yeah, but through a series of events, being in Russia, I got very sick. And I had to come home early, which was traumatic in and of itself. But, you know, it happens. And I still very much, like, appreciate and treasure my time that I got to spend there. And I will return one day. Um, But, yeah. So, this is when it starts to get crazy. Mm. So, and just, like, hang in there. It's going to be okay. Buckle up. (laughs) Buckle up. Um, So, I got home from my mission in January of 2013. And no, that's wrong. January of 2014. Mm-hmm. There we go. And I was introduced a couple months later to a Russian man by a mutual friend. Yes. Okay. <laughs> While we were in the States, I did not know him in Russia. On the like mission. a man or like a guy your age? A guy moderately our age. He was okay. like six years older than me. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. I feel. How long is this podcast supposed to be? However long we want it to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, we said share as much detail as like you feel as is you feel as comfortable to oh, okay. tell your story. Okay. Well, sometimes they're fifteen minutes, sometimes they're thirty five minutes. Yeah. Okay. So. We've had one forty six. Go on. Okay. I'll do a tiny bit of editing then. So just know that it was like a crazy whirlwind, fast engagement, marriage kind of thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. You married? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is exciting i got you're funny uh i got married at 22 years old okay um he proposed to me 31 days after we met at least it was a month later exactly (laughs) there you go over a month um but to this day i fully you know stand by that decision i felt like it was the right thing for me and it's interesting when i tell people that because i believe you yeah i've never been someone who's been very boy crazy or up to that point had a lot of boyfriends done a lot of dating and if you had asked anyone who knew me they'd be like no she wouldn't she wouldn't be that type of girl um but he proposed and I felt so peaceful about it and I was like all right that's my sign that it's good to go all right yeah yeah Yeah. I would take that right so um I got married that August and the day I come home from my honeymoon, I found out that my dad was being excommunicated from the LDS church for having affairs my entire life and sleeping with prostitutes uh, while he was in the bishopric. 
Yes. So that was a little rough. Um, and then within the next two months of being married, I found out that my ex was addicted to pornography, gambling, and prescription drugs. So your husband at the time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and had a lot of personality we can be nice and call them quirks. Things that I didn't know that so he, he didn't disclose to me. mental illness. Oh, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. I am not a mental health professional. He just made interesting choices in life. And I think mm. a lot of them revolved around addiction and striving to hide that from the world. Mm. But when you're married to someone, it's kind of hard to hide things. Um, so, yeah. All of a sudden, in the space of a year, I had, you know, come home from the mission that I had been planning for my entire life to my, like, number one place that I wanted to go. I had married someone that I was so stoked about and, like, felt like I had this connection with who turned out to be a very, very difficult person. And I had, like, had my, what I had always thought, you know, very normal stereotypical nothing out of the ordinary family all of a sudden was like very scandalous and just crazy (laughs) um so yeah so by January or so I was at the point where I was thinking about um where I was thinking about divorce and just because all of the things that had happened. Um, but you know, it was one of those things I felt like I was supposed to marry him. I didn't ever expect that marriage would be easy. And I was really, I didn't want to be someone who was just like, this is hard. Peace out. Um, so I gave myself a year mentally and I didn't tell him that. Um, but in my mind I said, okay, I can endure anything for another year. You know, like, that's not a huge chunk of life. Um, and I'm going to give him that year to show improvement. You know, I'm I, I'm not... So, I wasn't so naive as to think, like, all his, his addictions would be gone or anything mm. of that nature. But um, decided that I needed to see progress. Yeah, that he was at least trying. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, he did try, but... Um, he had the, the, yeah, the the extent of his trying did not negate the trauma that he put me through. So mm. I don't I try not to villainize him too much. Mm. Um but needless to say, the end of that year culminated in uh checking him into rehab and me moving back to California and then serving him papers for divorce. Um yeah, so got divorced. So you're twenty three now. Twenty four. Mm, 24. 24. Yeah. Sorry, timelines are hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should have given myself like little post-it notes or something. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Flow chart. This is so there great. There you go. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is heavy. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah, no I problem. I think it's really good. <laughs> you know, I, stories. I, that's one thing I really, for some reason, have never had a hard time sharing my good. story. And I don't really think that that's because of anything really that's like, oh, I'm so great. I'm so strong and whatever. I Mm -hmm. think it's just, 
I went through enough things that a lot of people need to hear about to know that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so because of that, I really feel like God has given me the ability to communicate my story. Mm -hmm. Um, Moving on. (laughs) So you're 24, you moved home to California. Yeah. Uh, I spent a couple years working um, in the arts. So my dad is a professional artist, so I did some work with him. I also worked in the entertainment industry on a TV show and some commercials doing... Um, Sounds fun. Yeah, prop and scene work, kind of artsy, random things. So by this time, your relationship with your dad and family, everything's kind of like smoothed over? Or what's that like? Yeah, um, my parents had been separated for a few years mm-hmm. and my relationship with my dad, we had kind of had it out to the point where we were able to have... A relationship mm. and you know everything was fine obviously there are certain things that I had to choose not to engage with him on just to because Keep we were never going to yeah. see eye to eye on that yeah. Mm. um but uh yeah so I was doing that kind of doing my healing thing and then I felt like I needed to go back to school and to get a degree and so I was thinking that I would go to maybe a community college in California and then transfer, something of that nature. Anyway, I went and saw my bishop and told him my plan to get back on the school bus. And hilarious. <laughs> and he he said, have you ever thought about going to LDSBC or LDS Business College? I had not, but as soon as he said it, I knew that that was where I was supposed to go. Interesting. Yeah. And I was pissed. Mm. I did not want to go to Utah. (laughs) Like, I already had the egotistical California girl, like, ugh, Mm. Utah, whatever. Mm. But that was also where I had lived my married life. And so it was just like, Why did you guys move to Utah if you got married? He was already living here. Oh. And, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I just throw my hands up about with that. (laughs) But, yeah, so moved up. And started going to LDSBC, uh, and I randomly took Accounting 101 and loved it, which I never expected. Um, and so I switched and became an accounting major. And this would all happened within like two semesters of being in my undergraduate program mm-hmm. there. Um, but then, and this is where it gets to kind of why how I got into what I'm doing currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a friend invite me to a job fair that the school was having. Mm. And I didn't have anything else going on, so I went down and talked to people. Thought, why not? Um, and one of the people that was there was a representative from my company. And I talked to him. I kind of told him my story about how I had been married to someone who had a lot of issues, one of them being gambling, and how that had really influenced me um, in the way that I viewed personal finance. Mm -hmm. I guess this would be a good point to say, like, my ex left me in a very bad financial situation. Mm -hmm. You know, pawned my wedding rings, lost my car because he took out a title loan on it to go to Vegas, like took out credit cards in my name without telling me the whole shebang. Um, 
And so for that two years, I had been doing a lot of research and um, just work to find out how to dig myself out. And it was a very good learning experience, but it was infuriating because I got a firsthand look at how financially ignorant I was. Mm. And not because I'm bad or or mm-hmm. stupid or anything like that, but just mm-hmm. because that is not something that the average person really gets educated on. Mm-mm. Yeah. Which is kind of messed financial up. financial lit class, we watched Dave Ramsey. I'm like, I'm not watching this guy. What did I learn? Nothing. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had this like little fire of rage mm. about personal finances. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I ended up talking to this rep, he, I shared that with him and talked about how I was so sad that people struggle with their finances, not because they're incapable or because they're lazy, but because they don't have the knowledge base. You just don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it was one of those, I left my contact information because I did it with all the booths that I talked to, mm-hmm. partially because I felt awkward if I didn't, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I was two semesters in, didn't think anything of it. And two weeks later, I got a call from him and he was asking me to come in for an interview. And at first I thought, did, do you remember who I am? Like, yeah, like, hey, I'm making two semesters. Yeah, yeah. And I asked, I straight up asked him that. I was like, do you remember who, that this is Bear? You know, he's like, yeah, Bear. We talked about your ex and, you know, like your financial issues with him and all those things. I was like, well, do you remember that I'm nowhere close to having a degree? And he was like, yeah, but I still think you should come in to, for an interview. And I did. And I came into a few more interviews and they decided to bring me on. And it has been the one of the greatest decisions of my life. And now I have this career path where I feel like I am changing the lives of individuals and families in you... ways that they most likely wouldn't for themselves. Yeah, that's so incredible. So that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, I feel very blessed to, you know, have ended up where I am. And I, I mean, I'm still young. I'm 27 at this point. So I am young in my career and whatnot, but it's, it's been an incredible journey. And I feel very lucky to have ended up at the firm that I'm at and be surrounded by really quality, uh, advisors who I'm able to learn from. And that is so cool. Yeah. It's, it's really great. So Life is good. Thanks for hanging through the trauma, listeners. <laughs> I'm doing great. That's always the thing. I was telling Ella earlier, whenever I unload, like, my story uh-huh. to people, I've been, like, working on it for three years. Like, I'm pretty well healed at this mm-hmm. point. But when I tell people, it's their first time, ex- like, hearing the trauma, mm-hmm. and it's overwhelming. Yeah, my reaction, I was like, <laughs> my heart. I was like, yep, most... <laughs> incredible perspective and I think that's a huge reason why I was like see the thing is I didn't even know your story before I asked you to be on the podcast all I knew was that you gave me the courage to jump off a cliff (laughs) and you were someone who I'd like to hang out with and then I found out what you do for a career and I was like that's really freaking cool because I think when people think of finances kind of what you pointed out they think of well I'm really illiterate and I just don't know and I don't get it or 
maybe when they think of finances, they think of Dave Ramsey, and they mm-hmm. think of like these Just things that maybe dude. aren't very easy to digest yeah. or it's really intimidating. So I'm like to see someone who is beautiful and friendly beautiful. and engaging, and like also now knowing that like it's not like your your dad's a financial planner, so it's the family business. No, this was like a path. That you, sorry, I'm like yelling because I'm getting <laughs> You're excited. Passionate. That you had to pay for yourself, and I think that's how finances are. Mm-hmm. Like how you pointed out was like you didn't realize that there was such a huge, like, mm-hmm. field to go explore of like all these resources and tools and products and people that can really help change people's lives. Yeah. And like, I think the more I found out about Bear's story, I was just like. Yeah, I just think people need to hear this, especially, I know a lot of our listeners are, like, single females, or just females, I think, also just showing that, like, you can independently create a very healthy financial relationship with, with yeah, with, the, with your money and your income, and it doesn't mean that you have to be on a salary or that you have to be doing these things, like, you can start that from wherever you are no matter what circumstances you've come from and like that's something I needed to hear I love that yeah 100 percent. I mean when I work with women it's interesting because well when I try to work with women because sometimes they aren't interested turns out (laughs) but there's Mm. usually two reasons why they feel insecure because they don't think they'll be able to understand finances which First of all, to be financially organized and independent, you do not need to know the ins and outs of every financial product and path out there. That is why there are financial professionals, you know. But I really do believe that the average person is capable of understanding basic financial principles. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's the main one is that women most of the time feel insecure about that. And then two, and this, this is like the one that gets me, is they think oh my husband will take care of it mm. and aside from the fact that like <laughs> aside like, well what if they don't <laughs> yeah ladies well first of all one no one's guaranteed marriage in this life we don't know we don't know what your timeline is what if you don't get married till you're 40 that's a lot of years of just letting your finances slip by without any real direction or planning but as my as my, yeah but as my story very clearly indicates you cannot depend on someone else to provide for you you know and i mean i supported us our entire marriage i worked multiple jobs and he didn't and you know i did the best i could and so i think one of the things that i'm very passionate about is kind of advocating for financial literacy first with women in general but then also especially for low-income households because we talk about you know the poverty cycle and how we can help lower income uh, areas and whatnot but a lot of times that's just like oh well let's give them some food or some like somewhere to get give them daycare you know like which are all good things like I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to do that say anything bad about that but in reality if we want people to move out of that situation we have to give them the financial tools to change their trajectory and the trajectory that their their family most likely has been in for generations and that's a hard thing for people to do 
Um, but yeah, so very passionate about it. I could probably just ramble on and that. on. But yeah. Um, I have some questions for you. Let's see if I can remember them all. Yeah, hit them. First, um, I don't even know how to word this question, but I think it's so interesting um, feeling peaceful about a decision that turns quote-unquote wrong. Um, I'm kind of a firm believer in, like, there's no good, there's really no bad, like, there doesn't have to be right, there doesn't have to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just kind of how I choose to live my life. Uh, Anyway, but um, I I understand that it's really hard um, for people to wrap their heads around that. Um, I had a friend, too, who felt really peaceful about marrying this one guy who turned out to be away scumbag and she stayed in a relationship a long time too because she was like I felt good about this like I felt I had a confirmation to marry this guy and I still tell her like she'll still ask me it's been like a year and a half after she'll be like I just don't understand why I ever felt good about that and I'm like sometimes we just feel good about things and we're supposed to do things even though they didn't work out Mm -hmm. what but I've never had kind of an experience like that on a big level like you have mm-hmm. um could you maybe I don't know like advice more on that or like how you still kind of stood by like I still felt good about the decision and I really think mm-hmm. that that was wait can I share the quote and I don't regret that you it. shared with me earlier oh yeah sure um well it's well it wasn't a quote that she shared it was something she said that I was a like quote I'm by going her. to write that down <laughs> right now in my note of things that people say that inspire me she kind of was talking to me about that of, like, she's done, as your friend has said, like, quote-unquote, like, I'm doing air quotes right now, like, all the right things, got the confirmations, the right feelings of, like, whether it was, like, mission, family, marriage, like, all these good things, and kind of it was all taken away from her, but I don't think that negates those right feelings, but something that you've said that I really loved, you were, like, my righteousness doesn't automatically guarantee easiness in my life. And I think that's, that's when I was like, whoa, that's true. I think sometimes we're like, if we're making the right choices, we're feeling the right things, yeah. then everything will keep working out. And I think the principle wasn't that like, just because those things happen doesn't mean that those feelings weren't true or that you did anything wrong following those feelings. I think obviously the choices of like the exes in this situation, like, if they're not doing the right things and following the right feelings, then unfortunately people are going to suffer those consequences. So sorry that that question was for you and I hijacked it, but I was like, (laughs) this is what she said that was amazing. was like, yeah, like righteous. I, and I know someone else said it too. They're like, it is, it is a plan of happiness. It is not a plan of pleasure and a plan of easiness. Yeah. I don't know. No, definitely. I'm glad you liked it. Um, Yeah, I guess I would just add, if we're talking about this idea that everyone gets to make choices, you know, I do believe that if my ex had made more good choices, we could have made it work. Mm -hmm. But because of his ability to do good things or not do good things, it turned out that it put us on this different path. And... I, and I feel so incredibly cheesy when I tell people this, but I am so grateful 
to be who I am today because of those things that I went through. You know, I... That's not cheesy. (laughs) But honestly, like, I feel like I have purpose. I am such a fan of my strengths um, that I didn't know that I had or didn't know that I would be able to develop. But then also, I feel like I am able to see more clearly how I want to live my life and what I can be doing to better the lives of others. And I think that's probably one of the things that I'm most grateful for. And that's kind of what's driving me and pushing me forward in this career because I'm in a position daily to talk with individuals, to talk with families, to talk with people who are trying to start businesses. You know, everyone has things that they want in their life. You know, and for every single person, it's going to look different. Mm. But everyone wants to be able to achieve those things. But unfortunately, there are so many people who just straight up don't know how. You know, and we're told, save your money, budget, and like, hope you have a 401k. And that's enough, you know, but there are really so many ways to provide, you know, just what you want in life, no matter what your job is, even if you're not feeling like you earn tons of money and you don't have this crazy career where you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, like everyone is capable of providing a good life for themselves, but they just are missing a few key points of information, you know? And so my being able to come in and help them through that is very fulfilling for me. That is really cool. I actually want to ask you more about your career and like what you're allowed to say or what advice you're allowed to give. Just giving people an idea of like, yeah, what, what, what is the more than just like saving and budgeting? Like Mm -hmm. what's the half that people are missing? But I'm kind of thinking like maybe we stop this episode, post it this week, and then next week it's like part two. Yeah. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. Or what do you want to share? What do you think would be useful as I far just, as... Like, I want to keep can... talking to her for like 30 more minutes. So I'm <laughs> like, maybe we post the second half next week. I mean, I, I'm open to that. But I will say that what I can say as far as like specific planning or advice like is principles. very limited because yeah. my industry is one of the second most highly regulated industries in the world next to nuclear. And is that so, NASA? That's like uh, nuclear power and like <laughs> <laughs> nuclear power. Yeah. What's that? So just like I'll tell you about it. <laughs> okay. All of a sudden, we, this turns into a science. We're podcast. like, this is an educational podcast. All right. So you guys would be shocked about the stuff I don't know. Every day, Mark's like, "Don't tell anybody you didn't know that," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> anyway, go on. I love it. But so, as far as um like specifics what you should be doing as far as like specific plans and specific pro- financial products. So One, you like I, look I, at people's finances and you're like, this is a smart move. Exactly. And, and it, a smart move would be like what? Like investing in something or like... But that's the thing because I can't even say like, oh, you should invest because it's different, I, it's for, everyone, different for every single person. You know, yeah. I, I am going to give completely different advice to Ellie as opposed to Ella. Um, interesting. Like, so be, go see her guys. Yeah. So, I mean, come see me or just, 
feel free to do research and to use whatever resources you have available to you because there are more things that you can be doing you know and i mean what there's what are some other resources some other resources um i do think that a good place to start is reading educational books so i know we were dumping on dave, dave ramsey, ramsey but he has a lot of information for the layman you know and mm-hmm. I'm, I wouldn't endorse all of it for every person, but mm. if you feel like you need to start somewhere, like financial books are mm. great, and there are a lot of them out there that are just like, finances for dummies. Not implying any of you are dummies, but like we know that. But you know we us. might know. Or I, I told Barry, I downloaded the Mint app last week. Oh yeah, oh, is that and that's a good, a good one because that just helps me track where I'm like spending things mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, kind of budget, like, how I can save for, like, certain goals that I have. I think that's really good. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the first th- things bed. that I would... Creaky bed. Creaky bed. Creaky bed. I think one of the f- major things that I would tell people if they weren't, like, able to meet with someone uh, who was a financial professional would be to be aware of your habits with money, like, if you know that you're not saving anything, start saving something. Um, because in reality, no one's going to be able to... <laughs> right, we've got a lot of sounds going on. But <laughs> no one's going to be able to completely change their financial future in one fell swoop. You know? and so you so, think everybody should have a financial advisor? I think that it's incredibly beneficial. Because, there you go. Um, I think everyone Very should, like, my, t- my takeaway is everyone should learn about finances. Yeah. And I like that you said, like, do what's best for you. If you're like, oh, I can't meet or I don't have time, mm-hmm. there's apps, there's podcasts, there's books, mm-hmm. there's things that you can do versus just doing nothing yeah. and wondering yeah. when but, money's going to come. But I will also say, you know, if we're talking about um, just kind of, the way that society works the people who don't want to have a financial professional a financial advisor a financial planner a lot of times are the people who need them the most Mm. because they feel like they don't have money they don't know what they're doing their finances bring up a lot of shame for people because Mm. unfortunately people feel like they should know this and that they're bad because they don't Mm. when in reality they haven't been given opportunities that's how i feel yeah. And yeah. so but the people who have tons of money who probably would be fine with I mean everyone needs financial planning. But, you know, that you would think, oh, they've got enough money, they're fine. They're the ones who are utilizing those vehicles mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so when I meet with people when I mm-hmm. try and meet with people, very interesting. Yeah. I I a lot of times they'll say, "Oh, I don't have any money right now. I don't make a lot or I'm too young or I'm not married yet." And in reality, that's one of the best times to start. You know, because it really is a time game. The sooner you start, the more you can kind of turn the needle as far as that goes. And it really will make a difference over this the span of your lifetime. That is very cool. That is very, very cool. Thank you. You are so welcome. Can we tell people to go follow you on Instagram? Sure. So my Instagram is at like the grizzly. <laughs> I, love it. So, I know. Like, yeah. Um and Hilarious. yeah, it's pretty great. And then if you are in the 
Salt Lake County, Utah County, anywhere in Utah or California. That's where my, you know, client bases are. Um, you feel free to send me an email. It's bearwilson at financialguide.com. And so you don't go into an office. You, like, communicate with people online? Uh, no, so I do have offices. Oh, right. But I also, so people will either come to my office or I'll travel to them just because sometimes people are only able to meet outside of regular business hours. And where do you live? In Salt Lake? Or, oh. So right now I do about a half and half split. So I spend half my time okay. in Salt Lake and half my time in Los Angeles. Um, oh, really? Yeah. What? That's what Guys, saying. that's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> yeah. but I live in two places. Yeah. But honestly, <laughs> I hope that's me which place. Yeah. I don't know why. It sounds cool. But honestly, like, a lo- there are a lot of professionals who will meet with you without like charging you for an initial consult you know and I'm one of those people if you know feel free to send me an email I'd be happy to meet with you and just even just talk about what you're feeling about your finances because I think sometimes just talking about where you're at in your situation can be incredibly beneficial yay thank you wait I still have more questions for her I feel you ending um 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 now I forgot them. Uh, I I think I know I'm gonna end this one. We're gonna end this one, and then we'll have her next week. I'll post the other half. Okay. 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 Sounds good. Bye this week. See you next. Bye. Week.